Hi, this is Sean. And I'm Liv. And welcome to Case Closed. Question mark. What's up, everybody? Hi. We are here. We are excited. We got a we couple. We are eating rice. Yes. <laughs> uh, we are eating rice. Yeah. Um, Flynn is not though. He's angry though because he wants rice, and uh, we're not giving it to he him. He doesn't even like rice. He just likes the fact that we're eating. Yes. Yeah. No matter, matter what we're eating, food. I mean, he'll still just be like, "How dare you not give it to me?" And then we'll give it to him, and then he'll be like, "That's disgusting. How dare you give it to me?" <laughs> Um, but, uh, we are here with two Thanksgiving stories. Yes. Stories. We figured we'd be very festive. Um, what did you call it earlier? Uh, a Thanksgiving feast. And I adore it. Yes. It's a Thanksgiving feast of murder. So, um, <laughs> and, uh, I promise you it is a couple cases that are, Oh, I'm very, so excited to very, tell you, but I'm going to wait. Yes. Um, she's really excited about the second case we're going to talk about because yes. it's a very interesting one mm-hmm. um, for sure. It's not um, a whole lot of information, which is why, par- partially why we did two. Right. Because I found this one and I was like, I can squeeze it in. <laughs> right. Because this first one, I mean, it, although there is a lot, it, it's still pretty a pretty quick uh, case. Right. But uh, the second one is uh, pretty gross. I'm so excited. Uh, so let, uh, Can you tell which one likes the gruesome? Yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> uh, but without further ado, we Let's will get go. to our first case of the day. So, um, Which means I can shut up and eat. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm going to try not to babble on as we talk about this case. So You don't babble, love. Oh, well, you know, that's... I'd love to listen to you, Babel. Yes. Um, so. I married you because of it. <laughs> so, um, so the first case, to give you a little um, kind of backstory, Kelsey Bereth was slight in stature, but mighty enough to be one of a handful of instructors who trained Air Force Academy graduates. Now, Kelsey was not in the Air Force, but she trained and did training that typically would take somebody who was in the Air Force about 20 years to complete this training and, you know, have that experience. Before they can even get into Before they can even get into this program. And even some of the, the men who were in the program described this program as being one of the most grueling like programs you could ever be in. So this was not for the faint of heart. She was extremely smart. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, She originally studied aviation in Washington before moving to Colorado, um, which is where she was uh, doing the uh, training for the Air Force in Colorado. Well, that's where the Air Force Academy is, I think. Sure, I didn't write that down, so I don't know. Um, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. I got lost in a different rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. I got lost in a different rabbit hole. Yes. Um, so, uh, Kelsey Breath uh, was 29 years old. She was the mother to a little girl named 
Kaylee. And on Thanksgiving Day 2018, she disappeared from her home. Mm-hmm. Um, on December 2nd, mm-hmm. her parents uh, decided to uh, report her missing. And it was not very long after that that her fiancé at the time and father of her baby Mm -hmm. was arrested for Kelsey's murder. Mm -hmm. So this was just a... Very whirlwind of a case. Yes, for sure. Um, He was uh, arrested on two counts of murder. Mm-hmm. And three counts of solicitation to commit murder. I, you know, when I read this, I mean, it just, it was just, ugh, it was gross. I mean, like, it just, everything about it just, like, tugged at me. I mean, we were looking up cases to kind of look mm-hmm. at Thanksgiving, and it was only, it was on an article that was talking about multiple cases. Mm-hmm. And, it was only like one paragraph of this case that they talked about briefly. And just in that one paragraph, I was like, we need to talk about this case. Mm -hmm. So this was a woman who was just a very, you know, just a very strong woman. Yeah. And she had the determination to get wherever she wanted to be in life on her own will. Mm -hmm. Um, And her, fiance at the time was definitely a less than he was a slimy sleazeball yes. at the bottom of the pits of hell so at the time of her death mm-hmm. uh patrick was having um an affair which he had been having for the past 12 years yes so um he had met um a woman who will become a very important figure in this case by the name of Crystal Lee Kenny. Well, she also went by the last name Kenny for a period of time. So if you go to research this case, yeah. um, her married name was Kenny. Uh, right. Um, so she herself was also a married wo- She was a married woman. When they met. When they met, uh, which was back in 2006. Yes. When they first met. Um and uh, I believe they, uh, what, how long, they started in 2006 and then they stopped really talking in 2017, right? So they met in 2006 and she quickly found out she was pregnant. In right. which, keep in mind, she was also married. Yes. Um, at the time, so she was having an affair with Patrick at the time, which mm. is the fiancé. Did we ever name him? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Making sure. <laughs> um, so Patrick urged her, urged her to get an abortion, and she did. Then he kept pushing her to get a divorce, and it's kind of unclear because it says that she did get a divorce in May of 2016, but they had lost contact until October 2017. But there's no really, not really a time. Of, like, did she lose contact between May and October, or was there time in between that? She also has, um, I believe, a daughter as well. Mm -hmm. Um, She has a child, if not multiple. Um, And then they started talking in October 2017, which is the fun fact. That was the month that Kaylee was born. 
Um, right. And it wasn't until August 2018 that Patrick told Crystal that he was even in a relationship and that he had a child. Right. And so that was just a few months before mm-hmm. um, Patrick decided to end Kelsey's life. Yeah, he immediately started saying he he needed to take care of it. He wanted to take care of it. Yes. Um, he asked her to even poison a coffee to give to Kelsey. And she did bring her Starbucks, but apparently was not poisoned. Right. He had asked. Um, and the interesting thing about Crystal was, so at the time, Crystal was a nurse in Idaho. Mm-hmm. Just 12 hours away from 12, where they were in Colorado. Yes, just 12 hours away. So keep that in mind. Um, Crystal, by the time this is all over with, would end up pleading guilty to tampering with evidence. And Crystal um, pled to pled guilty to tampering with evidence. They could have charged her with a lot more. But right. she got a very good plea deal because, unfortunately... They didn't have enough to pin on Patrick without her testimony. So when she was interviewed, she was interviewed twice by the FBI before she agreed to speak if she got a plea deal. And they worked out um, the very minimum sentence, which would have been three years, um, for tampering with evidence. And then she proceeds to give all this information. Yes. So... When it comes to the information that she, and one of the interesting things um, about the information she gave, and we'll, we'll give you a little more mm-hmm. explanation on that, but the DA at the time called this deal, this deal a deal, making a deal with the devil. Mm-hmm. I mean, what the information that she gave up was just nothing short of just one of the more gruesome things that you'll ever hear somebody mm-hmm. um, give up. So, um, let me explain to you why. So, on Thanksgiving, uh, Crystal um, received a call from uh, Patrick Mm -hmm. and told her that there was a mess at Kelsey's home. This was after Patrick had murdered Kelsey. Yeah. After smashing her head with a baseball bat. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that um, Crystal uh, talked about in the trial was that apparently the last words uttered by Kelsey was, please stop, mm-hmm. according to Patrick. Right. So, Thanksgiving Day, she gets a call from from Patrick and says, and Patrick says, there's a mess at Kelsey's. And it needed to to be cleaned up. Cleaned up. So, Crystal hops in her car and drives 12 hours to Colorado. And And she brings bleach. She brings clothes to put on top of her clothes. um, Yeah. Which we'll get into later. But I just want to make that a note. she She brought all the things to clean up the mess. Yeah. She was 100% thinking this through, yeah. complicit in everything that happened in this situation. Right. So, when she arrives at the condo, she realizes that there is blood covering everywhere in the living room. So, she uh, testifies that there was blood splatter on the walls, on the carpet, 
in other rooms mm -hmm. and behind a couch. Right. So because it happened in the living room. Yes. Um, and then that there was also blood on the windowsill, mm -hmm. um, appliances in the room, and stuffed animals. Mm -hmm. And um, this this one, this part always made me like, this part has made me confused as to why she did this, is the whole, she decided to burn a Bible. We'll get into that. Yeah. Once you read a little bit further um, into the things that she burned, it did make me kind of angry though because I watched the um, the it was I don't remember if it was by Court TV, but it was the re the released body cam from mm -hmm. the DA um, when they were walking um, right and getting testimony from her pretty much and um, she's like oh I don't know like I mean it could have been a Bible it definitely looked like a religious book and it had to be Kelsey's because I mean it came from her house yeah. she didn't even take the time to pay attention to what she was grabbing yeah and then, I mean like for the most part the reason why she thinks it's a Bible is because Kelsey was one of those people that was very very into her religion and very like even like one of her I remember reading in an article where one of her um co-workers stated that before every day she would sit at her desk and she would pray mm -hmm. for the day and like pray in preparedness for what was ahead right so she was somebody who very much um was so in, touch with, her, in touch with her faith yeah oh for sure yeah um and their one-year-old daughter was yeah in the next i was about room. to say yeah the, the the scary part about this whole thing is while this is all going on the kaylee was in the other room um, just, just next door. Um, so, um, she then says she cleaned up the mess of Kelsey's, um, so that Kelsey's daughter would not see it, basically. Mm -hmm. She And her mother. And her, and, and the mother. Um, she just kind of, you know, thinks that that's the best thing for her, mm -hmm. uh, to do. Um, but apparently she decided to intentionally leave blood in certain areas which i call bs on right and she claims that the reason why she did that was to hope that police would get that that would at least get the attention of police right but that, when you hear everything that she pulled out of that house i don't think she intentionally left anything i right. think she knew the potential of leaving it right and you know just yeah um so all of this this cleaning took four hours mm -hmm. um after four hours of cleaning, she filled six trash bags, two white ones, four black trash bags, mm -hmm. with bloody items and took them to Patrick's ranch. So Patrick was a rancher. He was a cattle farmer. Cattle farmer, yeah. Um, and so he had um, access to a lot of open land. Yeah. So um, they decided to bring the items there. And uh, once they were at the ranch, they kind of just chit-chatted for a little while. Mm -hmm. And the, the, the scariest part about that is all the while they're chit-chatting. Crystal is holding Kaylee. Yes. And that terrifies me. Right. Knowing that they were probably speaking about it. Right. Well, I mean, I know she's one, and I know that she, she'll she never will have never, a record. She'll never remember that yet. But, but you're, I can't even fathom. The fact that the father... That's your child. Right. You're, 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 you just killed the mother of your, your child mm -hmm. and you're standing there talking with your mistress. Right. About the fact that you just killed. Right. 
And she came to clean it up. Right, and then she came to clean it up. So they said they talked for like an hour, and um, Crystal was walking around with Kaylee, and Patrick decides to um, finish his chores. Right. What a responsible human being. Congratulations, you put the let's cows back him, in the barn. Like, let's I mean, give him a gold star he finished for finishing his chores. Somebody give him a nice cup no. of apple juice oh. <laughs> because he finished his chores. He was a good boy. Yes. And then after he finishes his chores, that's when they decide they're going to burn the remains. Mm-hmm. So... Um, they used a plastic tote, like a black plastic tote, mm-hmm. to transport her body. Um, and in ATM footage um, on that day, they right. believe that this was beforehand. Right. Um, there, there was ATM footage of him coming, getting money out of the ATM, and in his in truck, his truck you could see the black tote right. in the back there. So um, that does line up. That yeah, that lines up. So. Um, they snapped the lid closed on that one and they put it in a aluminum water trough mm-hmm. with no bottom. <clears throat> they said they found more totes. You said during it says during the uh, during the search. Yeah, so they they found when they went to go walk the grounds with Crystal, they found identical totes or what she says was identical totes near the barn as as well as the water trough, mm-hmm. um, because he works on a farm right. you know, like that's what he does so um she says they looked exactly the same um right. and you know i i kind of would take her word for it because right. to me it just sounds like i'm like a like a big storage bin that everybody has in their house for yeah you know for us christmas ornaments or our wedding craft or you know or for all them the a things. dead body i mean apparently it's a running so, theme right so um they uh, used gasoline and motor oil as an accelerant, um, and they used a match to light the flame. Yes. Um, that was a very, that, that's one thing that I kind of wanted I meant to put in there, um, was they really pushed to get an answer. And they, they did a good job because it wasn't a leading question, but they kept asking, okay, well, what did you use to start the fire? What did you use to start gasoline, motor oil? And they're like, no, like, uh, a light? <laughs> How did you light the fire? And she's like, oh, 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 a match. It's like, okay, yeah, you don't remember how the, I don't right. under, of all the things. Yeah. How did the fire start? Right. Um, so uh, that's when they started throwing uh, things of Kelsey's from the house. Well, she did. Not him. Yes, not him. Yeah, let me, let me re- rephrase she that. She completely. Crystal was the one who threw these belongings in the fire, which included uh, curtains, pillows, uh, stuffed animals, um, towels, cleaning supplies that she brought mm-hmm. from her own house. Um, and then she threw her clothing and shoes in the fire. Now, that's something that you need to remember. Remember, Right. And then the next. And then um, she also threw white the white jumpsuit in that she had um, on on top of her clothes that she had had on on top of the clothes, mm-hmm. um, and then she threw in black pants, a gray sweater, socks, her underwear, um, a hair covering, shoe covering were also thrown in. Yep, and then the shoes were a pair of black shoes. I forgot to write that down, um, but she, I think she called them. Uh, she did name the shoes. They were just a pair of black shoes yes. that she, but she, her entire get up, she threw in the fire. Yes. 
after burning all of that stuff at uh, Patrick's ranch, mm-hmm. she went back to Idaho and she also burned Kelsey's phone and purse. So, and that was on uh, Crystal's property. Mm-hmm. Um, interestingly enough, if you noticed, Patrick didn't throw anything else into the fire. Right. Um, it was everything that Crystal had brought right. and Crystal's clothing. Right. Which was interesting. There was also some sort of... Uh, of the stuffed animals, this of the, is what they were. Yeah, the stuffed animals uh, were a white horse stuffed animal, wooden building blocks along with another stuffed animal. And these weren't just little, like, things that the kids ran around with. The Both of them were the large, like, sits on the floor, the kid rolls all over it type of stuffed animals, not the little, little ones. Yeah. Um, and then after that, um, that's when she uh, burned uh, Kelsey's uh, books. Mm-hmm. And um, that included the Bible that Crystal found on the windowsill, or at least what she says mm-hmm. was a Bible, and then another book. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, weirdly enough, she also uh, Crystal also um, burned a bag from Hobby Lobby, which also had, and then also uh, plastic cookie cutters mm-hmm. were taken from the site. Again, she cleaned the, all the cleaning products that she had brought with her. Right. Um, and then apparently... When they searched the site, they found a human tooth. Right. Uh, but they weren't able to confirm whether it was Kelsey's uh, tooth or not. Right. Which, I mean, I'd imagine it probably was because I don't think, unless, you know. You're just losing teeth out there. Right. But, yeah, they there wasn't enough DNA to my knowledge. I couldn't find anything to the contrary um, that said, you know, I think everybody just assumes it's Kelsey's. Mm-hmm. And it was tested, but I never saw where they confirmed it. Um, I don't. I feel like they just didn't have enough DNA for that. Right. Um. So, in a statement, you know, Crystal said that when it came to the crime, um, that Patrick told her that he blindfolded Kelsey with a sweater. Her sweater. Um, with Kelsey's yeah. sweater, yeah. Um. This is a weird one. It said um, he uh, had her smell candles Mm -hmm. and guess the scent. Which kind of makes me really sad because I think... So there's a conflicting report because at one point, um, I believe it was her mother who who said that they had broken up that day. Um, I only saw that in one source, so I'm not 100% sure. But I guess in my mind, you know, he like blindfolded her and was like, smell this one, what's this one, what's this one? And got her completely off guard. Um, I mean, that's just, that's a man that's, that's toying with somebody. Yeah. I mean, it's so sad. Yeah. Um, It really kind of hurts my heart that she like, really, if that's the truth that she thought that like, you know, there was one video who caught it, like they were playing like a sex game. Yeah. I don't really want to think about it that way. I just kind of thought about it as something cute and whatever. And that's what she's thinking. And then gets. Yeah. Um, and then he apparently, according to, uh, Crystal's testimony, Patrick said that, um, using the bat was, uh, hard for mm-hmm. him to use and that he would stick to normal weapons next time. Yeah. Next time. Yeah. Which that's, you know, it, yeah. Right. I mean, somebody who says that is somebody who obviously... Has these tendencies. Has, has the tendencies. They were just dormant until the moment he decided to act on those tendencies. Right. 
Um, I mean... Which, can I touch on this real quick? Yeah, okay. of course, yeah. So, by criminal psychologists that have looked at this case and watched, um, they said that he has sociopathic tendencies. And I just kind of want to say that sociopath and psychopath are very different. We hear yeah. those terms interchangeably. They're very, very similar, but a psychopath doesn't have a conscience where yeah. they don't have that little voice in your head going... So, the the... What they say, or like the common use of it's this. It's a control thing. Well, th I'm going to give you an example. So, a psychopath will say, I'm going to steal from you. Right. And they don't care that your feelings got hurt. Oh, your feelings got hurt. Yeah. I stole from you. I got my money. A, a sociopath will say, okay, I'm going to steal from you. Oh, you feel bad? That sucks. I stole from you. Yeah. But they have that slight... They have enough of a conscience they don't listen to it they yeah. just they 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 do have it it's also um one quote that i just saw uh was uh cold-hearted psychopath hot-headed sociopath mm -hmm. because a sociopath will act on slight emotion um and maybe feel guilty for what they did but it won't change their actions they'll continue doing it um where a psychopath is just cold-hearted they will do it regardless of how you feel and you better just tolerate it. Yeah. Um, so we'll get into let right now. Let's get into kind of what happened with the trial. Um, so when uh, he was arrested on December twenty second, um, and that's when he was charged with the two counts of murder and three counts of solicitation to commit murder. The reason why you're wondering, probably wondering, why he was charged with two counts of murder. Um, at the time of her death, um, Kelsey was pregnant. Yes. Uh, now, Patrick conveniently claims that he had no idea that she was pregnant. Right, but Kelsey's mom says he knew. But, yeah. She was definitely, like, in the, in the early, right. early stages, but he, she was under the impression that he for sure knew. Right. Um, so... Um, this was a year or so after her death, right? In October of 2019. Yep. Um, was when the trial, uh, started and, uh, it was a pretty quick trial. Yeah. Uh, it was only 10 days of deliberation. Mm -hmm. Um, and one of the interesting things about this was that this trial was, um, there was no filming allowed. Right. Um, when they were in, in there, uh, they were only allowed to have journalists uh, typing and taking notes during that uh, during breaks, things like that. Right. Um, so a lot of the information, while I do give it to the journalists, that they, I mean, they had to type super quickly. Um, this was a very old courthouse. Yeah. And they did employ, you know, they put in speakers, but they didn't always use them. People had to be talking into the mic. So I'm sure there's a lot of things that we don't 100% know, and they did the best reporting to the, you know, the the best that they possibly could. But right. when you're not able to record, you can't go back and, well, what did they just say? You could, there's nothing you can do. Right. There was something, and I forgot to write it down to. Um, there was a sketch artist who was sitting there uh, writing the sketches of right. what was going on, and the judge calls him up to the stand and rips the pages out of his book. He said, I was serious. And sit them out of court. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Because that's like kind of a normal thing like well, to have this, a this sketch such artist. a national case. Yeah. And it was in a very small town. And yeah. so he said, nothing's going to mess with this case. You doing this can yeah. lead to a mistrial. So. So um, 
after 10 days of trial, um, it only took jurors three hours mm-hmm. to decide Patrick's fate. Um, but before we tell you what was handed down, we'll tell you about an interesting thing that happened on the final day of the trial. Right. So on the final day of the trial, Patrick and his team were uh, handed a blow that uh, definitely kind of, I mean, at this point, I think it was pretty easy to say that this man was guilty to a point where he deserved to be thrown in the lowest part of the prison. Right. But uh, 17 handwritten notes Mm -hmm. were released. And in those notes, Patrick asked various people to... It was really just the one that he asked. Yeah. Well, he was asking for help. He was asking for help. From was it another uh, another inmate another inmate to uh, help him kill key witnesses mm-hmm. in the case, and one of the more important ones was that he wanted to make sure that Crystal mm-hmm. got a bullet in her head. Yeah, and he wanted to see photo proof of that. Right. Um, and I mean, I think to this point, I don't think anybody in the jury really needed that. No, but I love that they waited till the last minute oh, to yeah. do it. That 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 right there is a move by the prosecution. That was perfect. That just puts mm-hmm. the cherry on top <laughs> and it just it just puts the nail in the proverbial coffin. Right. And it's such a big deal too for other inmates to turn them they turn another inmate in because it can mess with their own trial. Oh it yeah, can, you know it can go bad on them. So for them to say, "Hey, I have these. Right. Um, please do something with them." That's a huge step. Yes. Um, and th- I choose to believe that too because if people are not going to mess with their own trials unless they really believe something bad happened. Right. So you know, I and you'll know, you they haven't released who it is because they were. The person who um, received these letters was afraid of gangs within oh, yeah. the prison. And when you're, that's when okay, you're, when you're a jailhouse you, snitch, you oh. do not... You do you not do make not, friends. Yeah. So, um, on November 18th, 2019, mm-hmm. Patrick was convicted of two counts of murder, three counts of solicitation to commit murder, and tampering with a deceased body. And rightfully... He was sentenced to life in prison without parole, plus 156 years. Yes. Now, you might be wondering what happened to little old Crystal. Hmm. Now, going back to Crystal's deal and what the DA called a deal with the devil, Crystal was able to... Talk a deal, talk up a deal with the DA, and um, what she did was she let them know. She she told them, "I took the cell phone to Idaho. I got rid of it, and and um, she also led them right to where Crystal's bo- or uh, sorry, excuse me, Kelsey's body was disposed mm-hmm. of on Patrick's ranch. Right, and for that. She was given uh, three years in prison and one year of parole. Um, and eventually, she would only end up serving 18 months in prison. Right. So at this point, she is out. 
I believe so. No, I think she will be soon there. I think it's beginning of next year. I, after I went back and looked at it, um, I did tell you that, and I'm sorry, I was wrong because she wasn't sentenced until 2019. Right, you're right. Yeah, so she she serves she serves 18 months, and then she should be out in the beginning of 2021. Right. So, um, but she only got three years in prison. Right. <laughs> after cleaning up a body. Bringing the body across state lines. And no, she didn't bring the body across state lines. Bringing evidence across state yeah, lines. Yeah, sorry, excuse me. Bringing evidence across state lines and getting rid of that evidence. Three years. Yep. And, um... I want to know who her defense attorney was because... I mean, that is some, like, O.J. Simpson, Katie like... Anthony. Like, Casey Anthony. freaking, you know, Johnny Cochran type mm-hmm. defense. Um... The glove don't fit. Exactly. So, um, one of the, uh, and then, uh, not too long, uh, after all of this in 2020, Patrick, uh, decided that he wanted to do an interview with CBS and, um, poor, 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 poor Patrick claimed that he did not kill Kelsey. Oh, he's so innocent. That he uh, had nothing to do with it. He even tries to say that there was unidentified male DNA found in the house. And the truth behind that is that there was DNA that they didn't test, and there was DNA that was inconclusive. Yes. It was not unidentified. It was not identified. Unidentified. It was inconclusive. Two very different words. Right. Because it was mixed Two with very female different DNA. Names. Exactly. So it was their DNA mix. Yes. Um, um, surprise. So police uh, completely debunked that and shot that one down. <laughs> um, and he says that he wants to be put in a halfway house because prison is too hard for him. Oh, poor baby. So Thank you, um, prison. Yes. Uh, he can't handle prison and um, he wants to be put in a halfway house. But, you know. That's maybe he can try and uh, strike up a deal like his uh, mistress got, mm. uh, but I think he'd have to wait about 157 <laughs> years uh, to do that. Better make a deal with a vampire first. Exactly. So um, at the end of all this, though, let's not forget about one thing, um, and that is the fact that Kelsey's daughter, uh, Kaylee, was left without both right. her parents, one physically and one just you know away in prison because he's a scumbag. Right. Um, at the time, so at, at least of current from what we know, um, Kelsey's uh, mother has custody, That's uh, physical, custody. physical custody of Kaylee, but is she's still considered a ward of the state. Right, I never saw an update to that. Um, so basically what that means is like, you can still physically have. take care of her, have her, right. and like you... Um, are in charge of her, but the state is legally, is legally in charge of of, Kels, of, of uh, Kaylee's life. Right. And they did try, they they fought that. Um, I'm, I'm sure those things take a lot of years, and I think a lot of it had to do with him being uh, awaiting trial. Um, I guess they had to wait, too, to make sure he was going to get sentenced, because if he was found not guilty, he would have custody. So that does kind of make sense that they yeah. wouldn't sign, sign it over until after that. So I guess now it's just a waiting game. And then we all know how 2020 went. So right. um, a lot of that probably got pushed back. Probably, yeah. Um, so with that, 
that is the Kelsey Barath case. Yes. Um, a girl who was just, you know, ready to take on the world. Yeah. And was not afraid to do things that not many others have done before. Right. Um, but yeah, that's, that's our first case. Yeah. Um, if you guys have any questions about that case or, um, you want, you know, if you, if you know anything more about the case that we haven't touched on, yeah. uh, let us know. We'll I know updates. we definitely have uh, some people out there in Colorado that have listened on the yeah. podcast. So, uh, let us know if you know anything. Um, but with that, I turn it over to my lovely wife who has a ridiculous case. Oh, I, I have a love-hate relationship with this case because... She, I mean, like, I was... I'm so excited. While she was while she was um, doing the research for this one, uh, I was, like, eating dinner, and she's... I could hear her in the other room just, like, just making noises, <laughs> like, like, like... Yelling at the screen. Yelling at the screen. Um, just, yeah, it, it's interesting. So it's I'll wonderful. let her take the lead on this uh, one. Okay. So... Back in 2016, in Knoxville, Tennessee, your favorite state, my love. Oh, yeah. Um, Joel Guy Jr. This is going to get a little, a little confusing. <laughs> and I'm going to try to probably stick with Jr. and Senior just because that's the best way I can handle the situation. So, Joel Guy Jr. Um, Joel Guy Jr. sounds like a, like so a country hard. music It's so song. hard to say. Um, he was 28 at the time. And he fatally stabbed and dismembered his parents after learning they were no longer going to pay for his bills any longer. Mm-hmm. Poor baby. Yes. I'll go get... Mm-hmm. Okay. His dad, Senior, was 61. Lisa, who was his mom, was 55. And they were inside their Hardin Valley home on Thanksgiving Day. Everything was normal. Um, he has three sisters, and they said that everything... They never noticed anything being off. And they had a wonderful dinner. The sisters go back home to their houses. He was staying with his family at the time. And he very brutally (laughs) murdered both of his parents after everybody went home. His mom was the first one to be for people to notice that she was missing. And she didn't show up for work on Monday after Thanksgiving. So a well check was made on the house. The video footage, or most of it, um, can be found on Court TV of the investigators going into the house uh, for the well check, mm-hmm. and it is heartbreaking because I'll get into what happened to them in a minute, but the, just the scene that they kind of had to walk into was horrifying. So, one of the things that they found in this in the room that he was staying in in his backpack was a detailed plan of how he was going to slay his parents. The prosecutors called this his book of premeditation. It was found... Oh, I already said that. Um, It was five pages, and it gave very exact details on how to commit the slayings, dismember the bodies, dissolve the bones, and how how much money he would inherit from his parents' life insurance policies. He was given, at the end of his trial, an automatic life sentence with, a possi- with the possibility of parole after 51 years for each murder. 
that was kind of stated pretty early on. And the reason being is his trial lasted four days. <laughs> four days. And the jury took three hours to deliberate. Which yeah. is, that's, thought the ten days was quick. This was real quick. Right. Um, <laughs> don't <laughs> yeah. want it all at you at once because there was nothing much to tell for this one. That was really, really, really quick. Uh, because they had all the evidence. He literally wrote his plan because he's a dumb dumb. He, this makes me heated, but <laughs> it's fine. So would you like to know how they were found? Yeah, sure. Okay, this is super brutal, so Momo, please don't listen to this part. Um, <laughs> anybody else who is not into the gruesome, like... You might not want to listen to this while you are eating Oh, your, your Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving dinner. dinner. Oh, <laughs> that, I feel so bad for you. Because um, there's a phrase that comes up here that literally every time I read it, it made me want to vomit. Okay, well... But it's also a ridiculously... Just... Beautiful alliteration. <laughs> For Thanksgiving? Yeah. Okay. We're not making fun of it. We're not. No. I'm, I promise this is, you. This is horrendous. This is, but it's just I have like... a funny joke that comes after that is not necessarily great. Cool. <laughs> I'm excited for it. Okay. First, we're going to start with his dad. Yes. His dad was stabbed 42 times, and the knife damaged his lungs, his liver, and his kidneys. Some of the wounds were so severe that his ribs were scraped, and in some cases, they were cut completely through. Um, and a part of the knife was embedded in his shoulder. Jeez. Yeah. Um, his hands were severed and found, I believe, in the bathroom. Um, his arms were severed at the shoulder blade. His legs were removed at the hip. <clears throat> his right foot was removed. Um, I'm sorry. It was in the his hands were in the upstairs bedroom that was used as a home gym. This is the one that, if you didn't skip ahead, skip ahead again, like, keep going. His mother, she was stabbed 31 times. The force of the blows was so extreme that nine of her ribs were severed. Her legs were cut off below the knee, and her arms were cut off at the shoulder. Her head was found in a pot of boiling water on the stove. And that, to me, the thought process of that, I, I, I don't understand. Because he put the rest of the pieces, um, for the most part, in tubs. Mm. And he put a bunch of chemicals on top. Um, and turned the thermostat up to 90 upstairs and downstairs, so the inside of the house was 93. He turned heaters on, um... In his letters, his book, he wrote his plan. And his plan never really included, to my knowledge, putting her head in, in, on the stove. He wrote things like, turn the heat up so that the body dries out. Um, you should uh, flush body parts instead of putting them in the... Um, what is the thing called in the sink? Like the garbage disposal. Yeah, we don't yeah. have one of those growing up, so I didn't know what it was called. Yeah. You can leave that in. It's fine. Um, or I can. I don't care. Um, he wrote all of the notes. All of his notes were just, they made me so angry. He made a to-do list. Um, get killing knives. Get a sledgehammer to crush up the bones. Um, 
what to flush under uh, you know after he flushed the things on the toilet what to flush again so that it gets out of the pipes completely and mm-hmm. um make sure that if you have a if you have a body you have a you know there's an alibi um but if you don't have a body then you don't need it mm-hmm. um he also put bring a blender and a food grinder to grind the meat which is disgusting it was found in his car it wasn't it wasn't used um but that's just over not paying for him anymore. Yeah. Would you like to know why they wouldn't pay for him anymore? Mm, yeah, they definitely would. Because he had spent 10 years taking college classes at Louisiana State University, not working. They're paying his rent and paying for his college. Mm. For 10 years. Yeah. Literally, the only reason that his mom went to work was to give him the check to go and pay rent with. Yeah. Um, so, his parents had had enough, and I don't blame them. Ten years of college was a lot to pay for, for him to just do it for fun. It wasn't like he was going... I, I mean, it seems like he kept taking classes, so I'm sure he probably had some you know, wonderful plan of becoming... God knows what, but he he's such a little baby that I just feel like he just went to school because that's one thing he knows how to do. We're gonna go to school today. Um I knew a couple of people like that. Yeah. I mean some people make it their job and that's fine. I mean, I like learning. If I could if I could be in psychology classes for the rest of my life, I would be so happy. Mm-hmm. I took every single one that my community college had to offer because I adore psychology. Right. Um, but I I also ten years of debt is just ridiculous to me. Um, so, um, as part of his plan, he killed his dad first and then waited for his mom to come home from the grocery store where he then killed her. So she had to see, um, her husband, um, deceased and then see her son come at her. And, um, he immediately drained as much from their accounts as he could to pay for rent and they pay for school until he can get that insurance check because he was the beneficiary. And of course he was. I mean, just awful. Um yeah. literally just did it for for the money. Right. And if he had if he would work, I mean he'd have money. That's how I feel about that. On November seventh is when we can first see that he started buying the things. Um, the knives, the chemicals, the totes, um, plastic tarps. Anything else that he needed. And the only reason he didn't finish the plan that included setting the house aflame. Mm -hmm. Get this, guys. He didn't burn it um, because he just didn't have time. Mm. He just didn't want to. Yeah. Do you know what he said about the fire, though? Mm. And why he would do it during the day at 10 a.m. instead of at night? No. Because sunlight mask the flames people would see the smoke but people are at work so nobody will report the fire <laughs> interesting nobody's gonna report let me repeat Just nobody's gonna re- nobody's going to report the smoke billowing out of the house so you, because so, it's so, so you're telling me that the other day when i was driving in broad daylight and i saw fire coming out of that barrel uh-huh. um that i have supervision i think so that means I mean, that I, I somehow am able to see flame in broad according daylight according to junior here wow yeah guys um, 
I have superpowers. <laughs> he drives me nuts. So okay, so I made some notes um, about what happened um, during trial, the very very short trial. First of all. When I post the picture of him, I hope everybody laughs out loud with me about how ridiculous this lizard man looks. Yes. <laughs> I just, he, I have no better words for him. He's 100% the lizard man. His eyes are huge. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just dumb. He, he just, he definitely looks like one of those guys that, um, Lived. Just lived, lived. I'm sorry if you lived in if you live in a basement in your parents' house, but like the stereotype. Yeah, no, he 100. Like when, she, when we were talking about the case on my way home, and I was like, let me guess, you know, he lives with his parents in the basement, and surprisingly, he didn't. I was I was he shocked. He still lives in a dorm room. Yeah. Still. How? I don't know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's a limit on dorm room. Oh, life. he didn't live off campus. I don't know. I didn't really care enough to look at that because. He's just a lizard human and yes. can go die in a hole. Yeah. Um, he's awful. Yeah. Awful. Um, so, one of the um, entries, this is literally what it says. I'm just going to read it how it is. From his um, book that he wrote is, money all mine. I get the whole thing. Not money is all. That, that college money went so great. Money, money all mine. Money all mine. Um that sounds like something that, like, my three-year-old nephew would say. Money all mine. Money all mine. Um, so, yeah. So, I, that drives me nuts. So, here's some notes that I made. Oh, also, you skipped over my favorite uh, entry in the uh, in the, uh, in the the book. What, what what did he call... Oh, no, he didn't. The prosecutors called it a diabolical oh, oh. stew of human remains. Yes, a diabolical stew of human remains. Yeah. That's... Tasty. Merry Thanksgiving. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. Okay, so the, here's my notes. So as I was watching um, these di some different videos from the trial from Port TV, um, what are you laughing at me? I'm for? just laughing because your notes are so funny. I know. I, I, love, I, them. I, I love I love your notes because <laughs> when I just you're keep, not reading them, I make them for me. <laughs> yeah, I just keep reading. Re I've been reading them, and I'm like I'm laughing every time I read them. <laughs> um. Okay. So let's start with none of this is funny. I'm just laughing because like I'm anxious. I think and like this makes this is my certainly skin one crawl. of those cases where like you laugh because it's uncomfortable. Yeah. So uncomfortable. Yeah. But these are the cases that I live for. Right. Because I it makes me uncomfortable, so I want to know more about them. Right. Um, so this is the footage where they're walking the mascaras are walking in and walking through the house. Okay. He's sitting there. Now, keep in mind this trial happened during coronavirus, so he's wearing the, that little plastic visor thing. Yeah. But he's not wearing it correctly. Right. It looks like a visor that you wear out in the sun. It's like sticking up. It's like yeah. up here. Um, he's just, he's sitting there. And when they pass the stove that has, they didn't know this at the time, but has his mother's head in it, um, that is boiling water. They yeah. realized it was on a couple minutes later. They were just trying to get through the house pretty much and take note of what they're seeing. Right. Um, they pass the stove. He picks his nose. Yeah. Just. Hey. Picks his nose. Um. Then he like. He's, he's digging like, for the only gold that he's gonna get. <laughs> he's just 
Ugh! It was making me so mad watching it. He just gets really annoyed and he's like huffing and I really hope that we can get Flynn to huff but he just scared himself with his own tail so I don't know that that's gonna happen right now. Um, how long it's taking for them to talk about going through the house and then it's like at one point he's like staring at the screen and he like makes his eyes super big like and then like to make himself blink almost and I think that's something probably his attorney told him to do because he's so lifeless right they're probably like blink and he's like meh I don't want to they're like make your eyes really big and you're gonna have to blink um because he does it a couple of times I think they're afraid that when he blinks he's gonna blink both sides of eyelids and they'll realize <laughs> that he's just a lizard so just make it intentional yeah. um so then he's sitting in like this rolly chair, like there's one thing I could think to compare it to. So you international listeners, like a computer chair, I don't know. Um, <laughs> the one that my husband's sitting on right now, where it like rocks and like moves. He like just starts twisting back and forth, like, okay, let's hurry up, I'm bored. Hmm. Um, he, at one point, they're walking through the living room that's attached to the kitchen. Um, and they're noticing, you know, things are off in the house. And he starts making a note to his attorney, and he's, like, casting it, and I, I'm going to make noise because he's, like, like pointing. Yeah. And he's, like, it's, like, passing notes in class, apparently not very good at it, so please sit down. Right. Um, it made me very angry. Then they start, um, I start watching the um, trial video about the notes and, like, his book, and he's so disinterested. And at one point, he makes this face... Because he doesn't know he's very emotionless. So when he makes a face, it's very, like, very intentional. But at one point, he was, like, it almost looked like he was, like, duh, I wish I would have just stuck at the plane. You guys would have never found out. Like, it's such a good plan. I don't know why you keep, like, harping on this. Um, and then if he doesn't agree, he looks like he's proud and like he's going to correct them. Because at some point, it almost looks like he's going to, like, talk. Because he's, like, that's not really what I meant by that. I meant this. Of course, he never said that. It just is what it looks like. Part of his notes read, um, killed a dog, and then he scratched it out and said, no, um, DNA, take the dog with you. And that's when he, like, scrunches his face to, like, look at the screen, and he, like, tries to read it, and then as she's reading it, um, he seemed to, like, move his way, like, move his head. He's like, eh, well, that's close enough to what I had to say. Like, mm -hmm. whatever. Um, then... In his notes, he referred to the different rooms in the house as the killing rooms. He literally rolled his eyes when they used the killing rooms. Mm. When they were talking about it. Mm. Um, and then I, I literally wrote, dumbass thought a fire wouldn't be reported during the day. Um, my dad is a fireman. I can say uh, for certainty that yes. th they are reported during the day. That yeah. is a thing. Yeah, there was once a fire in my backyard back in New Jersey, and um, it, like the fence caught on fire, and uh, it was in the middle of the day, and uh, the fire department definitely came. So, not sure where this guy gets his information, but let's be honest, after 10 years at LSU, and still no degree, I think we can agree that this man um, has about the uh, intelligence of a walnut. Yes, he's a dum-dum. Um... It's ridiculous. It just makes me so angry, Mr. Lizard Man. Yes. Um, yeah, he was... If his plan had worked and had he had not been caught, um, he would have gotten about half mil 
yeah. um, from his parents' life insurance policy. Right. Thank God that he was caught and he was so sloppy. He li- I just it just drives me it drives me nuts because where in his notes was it destroy this note? I didn't see that anywhere. Right. <laughs> Come on. Even without that, they would have known it was him. He was very very messy with what he did. What's um, interesting to me, like I one of the things that I thought was kind of weird was that he thought that turning up the heat in the house was a good idea. It was going to dry out the body and speed decon. Okay. But at the same time, also, it is risky. Because yeah. depending on the time... Well, obviously, it's the time of year it's cold outside, so heat would make sense for the heat to be on in the house. But it also could provide the opportunity for the smell to get out. Right. Um, like, I remember in college, I went... Um, I, I, I took a class in college uh, when I was studying to be a criminal justice major. That didn't last long. I think uh, we should go back. But. Um, I, we had a class where we had to basically pretend like we were uh, investigating a, a murder or investigating like uh, something that happened. And uh, I remember the, uh, the case. Shout out to uh, Professor Milner at uh, uh, Liberty University. Mm-hmm. Um he was a former police officer, and he told about a case that he referred to as Mr. Juicy. Ew. <laughs> and don't like that. That yeah, makes me that uh, makes me was, uncomfortable. It was very uncomfortable. Um, but in this case, the only reason why um, so this actually ended up being like a guy who died of natural causes. Mm-hmm. But the only reason why he was found was because. Um, he was a guy who was living on, he was like a veteran mm-hmm. and he had, a, um, he had a, like a stipend from the government mm-hmm. and that's how his bills got paid. And Don't really quit getting paid. No, no, no. So they just kept getting paid. The only reason why his body ended up getting discovered was because the air condition in the home broke and the smell of his like rotting, right, his rotting corpse. corpse like started leaching out into the hallway and like people noticed it right so i find that interesting that like he like but i guess it is november so like it's november they're in a house so not necessarily right it might not be as he dismembered the bodies and put them in totes true so he poured a ton of chemicals on them at one point in his notes he said based every hour to speed decom he used the word based there's your turkey dinner for you yeah based your bodies every hour (laughs) man I'm getting really excited for Thanksgiving this year. Right. I mean, I told you I was going to find a Thanksgiving murder. Yes. And I did. Well. Ta-da. Uh, and, you know, I don't want to make light of their murder. It's, it's really awful. And yeah. his, their lizard son deserves to rot in prison forever. Which he will. Which he will. Because um, he's getting two consecutive. Yeah. Life sentences. Life he's, sentences. So he has no chance. He's done. But they are... Um, um, his parents are survived by three daughters um, yeah. and some grandchildren who adored their parents, and their parents adored them. They're very kind and loving people, um, and all three of the daughters were very for them cutting the, the son off um, yeah. for their own health. They were they were set to retire once his mom retired. They were you know they were moving. She was going to retire. She was going to be done paying for his bills. They were going to have a nice happy life, and he said, nope. Yeah. I want your money. And it's so sad that I feel like this is more of a psychopath case. And we're talking about psychopath versus sociopath. Right. No remorse. Oh, yeah. he. This is a guy that shows zero remorse. And he didn't care. He did it just because he felt like he wanted to. And after watching the video footage, he's annoyed that they 
are even really speaking. He's like, let's just get on with it. Like, I'm ready to go. Um, and almost, he almost has the demeanor of a what, wouldn't you? Right. And that infuriates me. Yeah. So, Mr. Lizardman, if you ever hear this, sue me. I dare you. But he has no money. He has no, exactly. Exactly. So, um, yeah. So, those are our cases for today. Yeah. Um, we... Merry, happy Thanksgiving, and yes. international, have, have a happy Thursday. Yes. Uh, yeah, for everybody else who's <laughs> listening in our uh, international uh, uh, fan base, you, uh, this is just a regular old Thursday for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. That was our, that was our cases. Those are our cases. Very I, different. Yeah, two very different ones, but still very gruesome and very sad. At um, least they were both brought to justice, too. Yeah. I feel like that's the best part that we could yeah. end on is... Right. These things were awful, but, but we did get justice the, where the right person cases, The right person is right. in prison, um, and... And a lot of cases don't get that. Right. So, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, so uh, as usual, guys, like, let us know what you think. You know, give us any suggestions on. Um, we're we're gonna start uh, looking into our holiday season. Uh, Christmas is my Christmas, favorite yeah. holiday, you guys. I've already decorated the house. I have more. I want more. Yeah. I'm so excited. Um, and we definitely already have one case lined up. Mm-hmm. We won't spoil it, but I think you guys have an idea of what a good around Christmas time case would be. Yeah. So just uh, that's a little morsel of uh, of uh, of Christmas to uh, put out there. But if you guys have any suggestions let us know. of any Christmas time murders, let us know. Hanukkah murders. Hanukkah murders, whatever you have. Um, but if you have those, send them to our podcast.case.close at gmail. And... Mm-hmm. Our on Instagram, Instagram. Podcast case closed. Podcast case closed. Um, but yeah, with that, we will say uh, goodbye. Happy Thanksgiving. Make sure to uh, baste your bodies, guys. Yes. Your turkey bodies. Your turkey bodies. You don't want no dry turkey. That's gross. So everybody have a great rest of your week, and we will see you next time. Oh, with a big announcement. Yes. Next episode, make sure you listen to the bloopers. Yes. So, with that, we will say bye for now. See ya. Hey, guys. So, I totally forgot to mention this, and it's one of my favorite parts. Um, Mr. Junior, sir, couldn't... Um, oh, this is why he couldn't do the fire. Um, it's because he got boo-boo on his hand. He had to go get Band-Aid from Walmart. He's so painful. There's there's pictures of his hands. He got boo-boo. He got little baby boo-boo. Yeah. He just you work there on his on his finger. It just really hurt. <laughs> so it's really not good Walmart for a band-aid. This man who was vicious enough to yeah. commit these murders got a baby boo-boo. He got go Walmart. Well, you would think that if he went to Walmart, he would take his time so that he could come back and... Uh, Find the body. No, yeah. Listen. Yeah. Common sense, I'm so glad, didn't land with this killer. Because if common sense had, like, anything to do with what he did, I mean... Yeah. But, little baby boo-boo. I, I, will, I will post the pictures. Yes. Of his little baby teeny tiny baby boo-boo. <laughs> <laughs>
So yeah. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>